There it is. Made it. Hype train incoming. Choo choo. Oh, was Ripley right between? Perfect thumbnail. <laughs> A cat shows up. They know. They just know. They know what's happening. Oh, hello. Hello. <laughs> I have to slouch a little bit. Oh. Did the camera move? No. Enough. My head. Oh, no. no. Sorry. Whoa, thank you so much. That's yeah, fine. Junkie, gonna, thank I'm you. Back a bit. Oh, I can fix that. No, no, you're relaxed. Slouch all, slouch all session. Cat. Is that better or worse? Uh, that was a little worse. That's better. Sit up. Yep. So much more okay. cats, sir. That's good. Okay. That's good. If you're interested. <gasps> Level three complete. <gasps> no. Busting through. We'll figure it out. Well, we don't have to. Infinite thumbnail oh, posing. Didn't work. <laughs> I'll grab it. <laughs> Did we get the blast? <laughs> we got caught. Game mommy, cheeky C, Onyx Path. <laughs> nice. We better yeah, start nice. using our emotes. You're welcome. Uh, Take that Onyx Path Con. Now it's RPG Clinic Con. Yeah. Bam, bam. Well, they just Wait, finished uh, Onyx Path Con, I think. Or it's mm. wrapping up right now or something. Yeah. It's true. It was just the weekend. And the weekend's already here. I'm with Luke on this. Oh, wow. This is the wrong track. Well. I'm because... sort of wondering if maybe um, Luma Fate might be having a nap. Why? Uh. Maybe not. Yeah, the bot. I don't see it. <gasps> Didn't open. That's weird. Thank you. Uh, Hi, Ripley. You gonna come sit with us? Yeah. Whoa, buddy. Happy six months. Whoa. Oh, I don't think you should go that way. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There we go. Everyone just chill a little bit. I know you have a lot of exciting box towers to climb, okay? Yeah, why don't you go climb some box towers? <laughs> Lumba's, Lumba's on the way. I don't know what happened there. Yeah. Ain't they just? It's usually part of the thing. Maybe one of us accidentally exited or moving windows. Oh, I windows. see. I understand now what happened. Okay. <laughs> I understand the whole situation. <laughs> I now fully comprehend what's going on. Oh, boy. Well, folks, it's been 21 episodes of our uh, most recent campaign. Exalt Witch Academy, and as is tradition, uh, we are enjoying frozen desserts and your company. Yep. Keep fueling frozen. the machine of hype. Thank you very much for joining us uh, mm -hmm. with your company. We appreciate it. Because mm -hmm. it's always fun to hang out, the four of us, but you know. Nice when there's other people here too, is mm -hmm. what I'm saying. Hey, look at all this. Look at all these bits. We also really appreciate, of course, the support. Although we are going to point out, um, the support is fantastic. We make great use of it, but the best support you can give us is your presence. Um, whether it's here live or if you just talk about us somewhere else, mm. uh, whether it's on Discord or Twitter or anything like that, leave a comment on a YouTube page uh, or even just give us a salute as we drive by. Uh, that's what matters. Uh, <laughs> That's the RPG Clinic car. Quit stand up to attention, Billy. <laughs> it would cost 
something along the lines of $300 to get an RPG clinic license plate here I in mean, Quebec. Honestly, that's and then not like, like it's, money well you speak spent like someone who's checked. <laughs> and then it'd be like $35 a year to renew that. Hey, thank you, Thanatos. Thank you. Wow. Actually, that's not as expensive as I thought it would be. My lie. father had a vanity plate for a very long time. Eccentric. For a very <laughs> really? long time. I yeah, it was beautiful. That's very much your father. Your as father. as he was getting rid of it, he was like, "You sure I can't interest you?" I was like, "I don't think they transfer, Dad." Also, Why I'm leaving the province. <laughs> Look, I'm leaving. I was leaving the oh, province. Yeah, whole fair. I would fully do that again, though. Damn, that was good. <laughs> Thanks, Trey. Can we get to five? That's indeed the question. We are twenty-four percent away. Groovermanch, thank you so much for the donation. Groovermanch. Oh, Groovermanch. Sugar Junkie. That's it. You did it. Thanks, folks. Mouthful of ice cream. This, uh. Hey, we can. Or something. Zach rules. Zach rules, you rules. This is a. What? Yeah. So kind. Thank you. 109%. Oh, shit. It just keeps going up. My god. My God. foot, foot, <laughs> foot, foot intensifies. <laughs> hello, Krister. Oh, it's good hello. to see all these people here. Um, Lovely. So, what are we doing today? That's actually a pretty good question, right? Mm -hmm. Well, for one thing, we're gonna put on some chill vibes. Herb, that's how I'm feeling right now. Mm -hmm. Like I need some chill vibes. Questions about um, E3 trailers in the chat there. I have to, I have to, so yeah, so Thanatos did, got my number. Uh, Luke also has my number. Uh, I am biasedly very interested and excited. I actually, for those who haven't seen the trailer uh, for The Outer Worlds 2, I would strongly recommend it because while I think the crux of the trailer has been done before, I don't think I've ever seen it done for a video game before, and you'll know exactly what I mean when it starts. Uh, so check it out. I think it's really fun. Yeah. Well, today, <laughs> what we're looking yeah. forward to oh, is uh, we're going to be talking about the previous season. We're going to be answering your questions, soliciting your comments. Uh, might have a few questions for the players in a uh, in our dating game-esque uh, scenarios. Mm. And we got some news about what's coming up. But all of that is uh, is happening today. Right here, we're being pretty chill. 87% humidity. That's gross. Erwin, it is the driest June on record here in Montreal, which means that it is, like, honestly, like, outside, it's pretty nice. Not too bad, I'm sorry yeah. that our, our shitty, humid summer has moved its way to you. It's yeah, less sorry cool. about that. <clears throat> Spicy ramen is, honestly, also sounds pretty awesome. Honestly. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, hmm. I guess the first thing that, of course, we're just going to have to ask on everybody's mind is, do you think you would have graduated? <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, probably. work hard, you succeed. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's a good question. Undeniably, yes. Like, yes, over mm -hmm. here for sure. I think, I think, yeah, I think yeah. even, like... As, speaking as the PC who is, I think, the least academically inclined, um, 
if I may be so bold. <laughs> I still think Pyres would have six. Like, I don't think he's dumb, you know what I mean? Like, so. We were all performing very well at school. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We were doing great. The question is whether or not something else would have like sidetracked us from studying. That's you know? true. If, if, if events had not um, unfolded as they had. I mean, it is always possible to graduate. You just have to die. All if right, you they graduate, graduate they, you. they graduate you with honors hmm. post mortem. <laughs> can our peeps oh, go yeah, bonfire for Froyo? Yes. Yes, they can. Amongst the ruins. Yeah. There we go. Woo! Computer starts lagging. If it was all, this was happening on my computer, my computer would not be able to handle it. But yeah. Uh, um. So when we started, you were at the beginning of your fifth year. Did you think that we were going to be going in about maybe two weeks before everything exploded? Mm -mm. Yeah, I thought we'd have a bit more uh, time <laughs> before the explosions. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, success! Yay! Ooh. Thanks to all who made this hype train such a success. Yeah, I definitely was expecting maybe a little less, you know, school exploding, collapsing mm. from the campaign. But it went there. Damn, dr damn dramatic. Yeah, I definitely wasn't expecting the school to like, be raised to the ground. Yeah, I mean, darn dramatic, but... <laughs> Aragorn and I were both like, ooh, do you think the dance will be next week? The <laughs> there it is. Dealing with boolies and figuring out who to take to the dance. Oh, like, Beach episode. Oh. No. Denied. <laughs> is it really denied, though? Or is it delayed? Yeah. Like, it still could happen. Um, I mean, I, I felt like it, like the, the pace of the season really, because we kicked off with a mystery, right? A mystery mm -hmm. that brought us all together. Um, not necessarily to solve, and I'll just, oops, sorry. Yeah, put this on. There we go. Uh, not necessarily for us to solve, but for us to ponder together, mm -hmm. and then being challenged by greater and greater, look, greater and greater situations. Um, kind of pushed us, I think, the three of us to like to try to find things out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have a question, which is for my own edification here. McGanny, we can't oh. believe it either because you're so awesome. Um, Excuse me, everyone. Sorry. The way that the campaign went from session zero to session 21. Obviously a lot happened, um, despite the fact that it was in a shortened time frame. Do you think that you could have prevented the destruction of the school? <sighs> I mean... Asking the hard questions right off the bat, let's no, go. No, it's, it's a good question though. Okay, I feel, sorry, I'm gonna jump in first here, folks. I feel like, you know, hindsight yes. is 2020. I'm pretty sure we were on board with the fact that Vieran wasn't a good guy. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we were on board with that right away. Um, and like, whether or not he's at the top of this, I mean, I don't think so, but like, 
he was definitely a driving force in the events of the first season. So if we had somehow, I guess, managed to get on his good side and changed his mind about something or turned his wrath towards someone else, maybe, but that feels super unlikely. Yeah. He wouldn't have known that was his plan, right? He would never reveal that to a student. I mean, sorry. Well, he would he might have revealed it to that to you, me. yeah. <laughs> he might have told me. That would have been bad. Yeah, but I think then we would have just had to sacrifice something else like Jiwin, you know? I think it would have either been Jiwin or the school, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Sided with Viren. Like, I think if we had gone with him, maybe even as late as that day in the infirmary, maybe there would have been a different path, but I don't know. I think maybe we'd just be in the attacking force instead of the defending force. Mm. No. no. So, I guess then the, the question then ends up being, uh, do you feel that you had agency on what occurred? Yeah. I mean, it's always like, yeah, like I think, I mean, in the sense that there was an attack on the school. Well, I mean, no, because we, yeah. <laughs> it was a surprise. You know? <laughs> but like in terms of reacting to it, defending, I mean, because we could have also just pieced, right? Like, I don't think there's any reason that as PCs, we could be like, we're out. I don't think we would mm -hmm. either. It's always an option. The tactical with retreat, withdrawal, I was going to say. I think but, it felt very similar to how a bunch of students would have felt in that situation, which is there's things going on. There's a bunch of adults who are doing idiotic things <laughs> and we're caught in the crossfire and we just have to survive. I think there was a certain element of that and like we could definitely affect certain parts of the outcome, but it definitely felt like a bigger than, but that was also kind of how it felt it should feel mm -hmm. in a way. Mm -hmm. But I think that we could have either focused on the staff and left the students to fend for themselves, or we could have focused on each other and like just defended our hearth. Um, so I think that we definitely could have ended up with slightly different outcomes for mm -hmm. sure. Just been like, fuck this, run away. Or yeah. we need to find this one person and focus on them. Yeah. Well, what what would have happened had you decided to just, uh, as Kung Fu Fenris has mentioned, um, what if you had just bought in hard on the Immaculate Philosophy? Uh, well, this is the question, right? Like, I think presumably then at that point when it was revealed that there was an anathema at the school, two, I guess, by some mm -hmm. counts, um, three by some counts, <laughs> um, it, we, I mean, I think we would have become pretty zealous, right? Like, I, I assume we would have become like a little mini wild hunt. Try to try yeah. to either take those people down or like go and get support and like try to deal with it. Or I don't know. Because right? she, she was injured when when we encountered her in the glade, right? So yeah. we had the opportunity to defeat her, um, and I think that would have definitely shifted the direction versus where we did go. Because then it wouldn't be oh mystery it would have been like we found an anathema we destroyed haha -ha, yeah. we are the best we're just students and we conquered and like you know build our reputation as young dynasts and all of that yeah so and for for what's worth i actually think that's a pretty exciting sounding campaign too it's mm -hmm. just like in that moment we all had certain ties to juin and and certain yeah. feelings about the and and 
that kind of, you know, impacted what we were thinking. Nishir Nosho think asks, what if Vieran actually recruited you in that scenario? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't have much more to say about it. Yeah, exactly. Because we, yeah. Because Kung Fu Fenris, I think, makes a very good point. I don't know if you'd be considered zealots. No. At that point, I think you would no, just be considered yeah. inhabitants proper. of the realm. Yeah, proper. Yeah. I, I guess what I mean is like our actions would have been zealous, right? Like we would have been pursuing something with zeal. Is all I'm saying. Like it's. Mm -hmm. You're right, though. Yeah, it would have been, I think, perfectly natural. In fact, frankly, like if most of the school was like, "Sorry, you what?" Like I, I think there'd be a lot of. If more people knew, we'd be in more trouble. Yeah. Sugar Junkie yeah. actually has a really uh, interesting but less perhaps serious question. If sport participation were mandatory, individual or team, what sport would each PC or NPC in the hearth have, cho have chosen? I mean, it's not really fair because I actually think, I think the sport came to me when I was creating Pyres, but like, of, of course it's beach volleyball. Like, I... <laughs> I don't have anything more to say. Uh, well, you know, beach sometimes in the year, of course, but uh, not equestrian. Equestrian, <laughs> nice. Just some polo, straddling a stallion, doing some dressage. Yeah. Oh, very nice. I, I think I have ride one. <laughs> I can ride. I know how to ride. Okay. That, anyway, that's me. That's me for sure. Uh, as Gillard Good points out, Gateway is a sport, but secondary would be Ultimate Frisbee. Yes! Oh, that's actually really fair. <sighs> I'm actually really good at throwing Frisbees. It's a weird <laughs> skill that I, Liz, have. I can throw a oh, Frisbee really? very accurately, like in a super straight line. I wonder right. if there are any disc golf courses close to where you live. I was going to say, we're clearing <laughs> your property, just Frisbee all the time. <laughs> Um, uh, Oresta naturally. Yeah. Uh, Flivian would probably be water polo. Yep. Yeah. That's a, you know what? I have to say it's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. I polo. hate playing water polo. I played it for a while. Oh, damn. Uh, okay. I just played for fun. Yeah, I played it for a while, and the... The problem with water polo is that if you get at all competitive at all with it, your nuts are forfeit. Anything under the water? Hard oh, for the refs see to see what's happening. Yeah, people are kicking you. They're grabbing you. They're yanking you. Uh, there's a reason that you have to wear the bathing caps with the ear protectors on. Like, oh my god. Guys. You know, spirit of the game and all that. Montgomery guards and knives. Oh, Whoa. damn. It's a big step up. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, can you play water polo naked? You can. Should you? It doesn't say in uh, the rules that a dog can't play basketball, okay? And I feel like Siontel would be uh, into capture the flag. Mm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, but if she had to pick, like, a more traditional sport... Siontel would probably... Hmm. It's actually an interesting choice. I don't know. Yeah. We're going to stick with Capture the Flag. I'd like to see... I'd also like to see Gail do biathlon. Yes. Cross-country skiing and shooting. Well, shooting. Do-do. With a fire wand. Right? <laughs> oh, my God. 
find the target. So we're getting some cool questions in now. Yes. Uh, Aragorn asks, skipping further back, how do you think the initial forming of the Lost Hand, former fangs being expelled, etc., versus starting out in the same fang, impacted how your characters developed? Did not having pre-established close relationships have an impact on the approaches used by or positions within the fang? Uh, I would say definitely not having the pre-established close relationship had an impact for Gale because I just like as soon as I realized that that was how the setting was being established, I made a snap decision that Gale hadn't been close to her former fangmates um, and had always just been the one to come up with strategies and then they would just basically put out their hands, she would give it to them and that would be it. And then as soon as she started um, with the lost hands, um, Aresta especially like did that, like just improvised something that was not the plan in like game one, one or two, one I think. Mm -hmm. And Gail was like, ugh, but it worked. And it like, it blew her mind. Um, and also like made her want to get to know everybody better. Hmm. Um, so it, it definitely impacted because I think if they'd all had this pre-established relationship going in, it would have been, yeah, there wouldn't have been those moments of discovery mm -hmm. as much. Agreed. Hundo percento. I mean, I, I had secretly had the arrest of having um, been jealous of Pyrus growing up. So I, that was a fun thing for me to have in my pocket. Um, and the whole jostling for potential leadership um, wouldn't have been a thing if we had been a thing. So, yeah. Good, really good point, actually, kid. I wanted to bring that up because I wanted to just like say thanks, I guess. I don't know, like, oh, thanks. But I just, I don't think I've ever been as legitimately surprised in a game to have like a PC secret come out about about my PC and be like, what? Like, <laughs> I felt a little betrayed and a little sad. And I was like, what? oh no. But like, not, you know, not in a bad way, just that, um, yeah, I, I think what's interesting is not knowing that. I was like, okay, well, everyone expects Pyres to be the leader. Pyres expects Pyres to be the leader. I guess I'm going to do this. You know, it was like, it was a very, yeah, that back and forth was really intriguing. Uh, that, yeah, like you say, jostling for leadership was really cool. It was a deliberate choice. Uh, uh, what I didn't want is to have, because Fangs are traditionally a group of five, what I didn't want is for them to start knowing each other, but also know two NPCs and have those two NPCs part of the group. I decided um, to do it this way, as opposed to the other option would have been to have you lose your two NPCs in your fang right away, mm -hmm. whether it was through death or expulsion or whatever. Uh, but I decided to make it part of the mystery. Um, you know, add some hooks in there and also see how much you wanted to try and engage with the other members who were gone. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, but th it was actually born out of my belief that I didn't want the three of you to have a pre-existing relationship this time around. Um, we had that for Star Wars. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, I wanted to see what it would be like if you didn't have it. And Changeling as well. Yeah, we kind yeah. of we were aware of each other. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't starting at zero, that's for sure. Yeah. I'd done Renos. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> uh, Gruber Mensch asks, what NPC 
turned out really different from what you expected. No, nothing. No NPCs. No, no. It's it's oh, it's a it's a really it's a really good question. I think it's a really important one. I mean, when Garavel was introduced, I I thought, okay, well, he's either gonna betray us or he's gonna die. Um, so yeah. I, I had fallen into the. I was pretty sure he was a traitor for a little while. So I guess then he turned out different from what I expected. Uh, <laughs> um, I mean, Bracken to some extent, but that has to do with the whole reveal. Yeah. But I still yeah. think that the way she responded to it and dealt with it was kind of a surprise. Uh, and Bruin, or whatever that ship name is, Jacken, uh, being <laughs> a ship, definitely, I, I shipped it, but I didn't actually think it would happen. Jacken? Jacken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jackin. Jackin and Bruin. Ooh. Uh, Aragorn Jew in for me because we watched your character creations that was full of lies. Yeah, don't trust me. It's Fair really enough. a dumb idea. Um, I don't like being tied down to my own notes. Yeah, the tip off was John saying, like, I'm going to have a stream where I prepare for this campaign. Wink. <laughs> no, no, I know, I'm sorry. I believe I put disclaimers in those sessions being like, I'm not necessarily <laughs> going to keep all this. Yeah, these could, <laughs> oh, these could change, yeah. Uh, Everyone, it's because of my winning personality. Mm. My dashing bald head. The fact that the jacket's open, I just noticed. <gasps> oh. A little casual. We're not playing today. It's a little relaxed. <laughs> Any other NPCs that particularly shocked you? Um, Brevin had a had a switch partway through the season, and I think that was like I I get the sense that the relationship that we were building kind of like turned ha turned a corner at one point, but I was still surprised when it happened because there was. There was like some some tension and then there's like some cruelty and then <laughs> there's some weird distrustfulness and trustfulness and there's a whole bunch of very mixed feelings and layers on top but like mm -hmm. from that first session i was like oh okay this is the character that i don't like but i'm incredibly attracted to or whatever and then uh that changed <laughs> <laughs> So Grubermensch apparently also meant the question for me. Did any NPC end up very different from the initial plan? Um, and then I'm also going to uh, bring up, uh, was it full of lives or did I decide that Joan was the anathema later on? Uh, okay, so <laughs> here's the thing. What, what's this? Oh, oh, I see. We're, we're thinking Aragorn. I was I thought you were like shit. No, I was like I I will sometimes make changes as things go on because I'm I'm still a firm believer in the players actually being a huge driver of the plot. Uh, had there been decisions that were made that were different than the ones that had been made, then absolutely I would have potentially changed things in order to keep things interesting. If for instance we started the game right away, and the first thing that was out of the three PCs' mouths are, I'm gonna find me an anathema and make an example of it, then that could change where I'm 
planning on going with the plot because then I know, oh, okay, they they genuinely just want to join the wild hunt. Uh, and then that can make things different. Um, I will also sometimes make changes if somebody comes up with an idea and I'm like, I like this idea. I like it quite a bit. Uh, and it's supported. Only if it's supported, obviously. Like if, mm-hmm. if I establish, for instance, that, uh, you know, Bracken is... Uh, a particular type of exalted and it's very clear and then someone's like I think she should actually just be a heroic mortal I'm not going to be like oh that sounds like a good idea like we've already I I can't break the universe that well Uh, but at the same time uh, I don't often just arbitrarily make choices like that right away and if I did I would be foolish to make that obvious I'd be foolish to kind of make it clear that like, oh yeah, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing half the time because then it would feel like the world would feel unsupported. Uh, So the real answer that I can give you for this one though is yes, Juin was always going to be anathema. I hadn't solidified what kind until a little into the campaign, but it was definitely by like session three or four that I knew exactly what it was going to be. Um, because I'd already kind of been leaning towards that from one anyway. I was just like, oh, I'll change it if I have to. But no, she was she was intended to be that way from the start. Um, because I'm a bad person. Yeah, we're a sneaky one. It's for good stories, though. Yeah. From Sugar Junkie, when the PCs decided to recruit two more, did you feel mm. an attachment to anyone specific? Were the relationship that came from that choice a surprise? Uh were there any alternative choices should they have said no Uh, last question first Uh, if we hadn't gotten a yes from those two I think I would have at least waited another session I would have killed them for their insults to like get through that game and see who else became a free agent that would have been my strategy yeah Gail would have um, probably started to organize tryouts Oh boy! Uh, <laughs> oh boy! Now I'm just imagining Gail like striding forward with a whistle. Clipboard, yeah. She's set up like an obstacle course, like you know, to test uh, your wits, your strength, and your charisma. Is Gail the referee from Guts? Mo. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah, you heard that. it here first. <laughs> Nobody knows what I'm talking about. Scott. Uh, I I would have pushed for Brevin, for sure. In, There's in no game. way and this would have allowed I think, I think Not in a million because years. Because of the drama. Because of the drama. I want to be really clear. Uh, he was so mad at us. <laughs> he was so mad at us. And I've been like, guys, this is going to be good for him. Absolutely To be not. put under my thumb. Like, what an asshole. Absolutely for sure. not. That said, um, I don't know, like, relationship, like, we didn't, I don't think we knew the NPCs that well. I seem to recall the logic at the time being like, there are water and a wood aspect. There's a nice symmetry to it. Like, I seem to recall that being part, part of the logic at the time. Yep. Um, Sea Tail certainly was, like, appealing to me as a person. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. As a player, as a human being. Um, no, as a, like, as a as a player who wanted to know more about her, but also as a character who was like, oh, she seems, you know, really cool. She seems my type, perhaps, I think was what Pyres was thinking at the time. I know, I know. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. That's my thoughts on that. 
vaguely scary. I mean, makes sense. Gil Adgood asks a question that I was anticipating. Mm-hmm. This one's for me. You introduced three wood aspects in this campaign. One is a hashtag secret solar, one died, and one wanted to walk away despite being in the same hearth. <laughs> what the fuck, man? <laughs> wood uh, aspect is the uh, the crafts. No, wood aspect is the twilight of, uh, of oh, the oh, anatomy. Oh, no. Yes, Gotta but ouch. So I will I will point out two things. The first is one of them died and that wasn't my fault. The second is uh, that uh, one of them wasn't t- wanting to walk away from the hearth. One of them was wanting to uh, not make the hearth uh, auspicious. Mm-hmm. Um, there was never the intention was never that she was like I want to break up the hearth. The intention was like maybe we should split up for a while because we're too obvious together. And then oh, they what, one of them died, and it's not my fault. You literally had your NPC kill <laughs> Caravel. Like, I'm sorry. I, it's true. I remember that discussion where I was like, I could bring you back, and Garibald was like, No, no, I'm good here. And I was like, Okay, I'll come right back for you. And I didn't. To be fair, I did not. And then he was dead. It's so sad. <laughs> We love Garibald around here. I mean, I also I also distinctly remember a moment where uh, where oh. somebody was looking at Garavel with intense interest, and you were like, "I don't need to worry about that," and you just kept going. Yeah, because it was Bracken. Because <laughs> I'm an idiot who doesn't know that there are two of them. I guess that was that was a bad move, actually. Uh, so I guess the the point is, uh, Garavel's death wasn't preordained. Integrity <sighs> <laughs> Why so bad? It is sad. It means that we could have done better, and he could have still been alive. The look failed successfully. There is something. There is something that I I did want to make sure that I that I brought into this, which is that your actions have consequences. Yeah. Um. The stories behind Exalted are larger than life. They're they're big deals. You have the ability to move and shape creation, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. The the thing that I wanted to avoid was just that you win. You just always win. Yeah. Uh, and the idea that things like the House of Bells falling was also not something that was preordained, but came about as a result of the actions of NPCs and the actions of PCs either supporting or not supporting them. And that's not to say, haha, it's your fault the House of Bells fell. <laughs> I don't think that that's what you should come away with it. But there is absolutely um, choices that are made and consequences to be uh, to be had from those choices, mm-hmm. right? So, mm-hmm. uh, the thing is, had you gone back for Garavel, you might have lost somebody else. Yeah, exactly. Right? Or had you gone back for Garavel, um, maybe that would have meant that uh, Pyres would have had to face off against um, who I actually prefer calling her Neck Carb. Mm-hmm. Are we going with neck carb now? Okay. Well, because oh, Fracken and Bracken sound too similar. That's fair. It's a little harder to keep them apart. It's um, also the in-game reference, because that is exactly what Aresta would have done. She'd be like, backwards, neck carb. <laughs> um, so it's... So the, the idea of, uh, of the choices just still end up being like, what's going to happen? Uh... I will say things, though, that during the battle, 
a lot of things occurred that uh, would not have happened had it not been for the actions of the three of you. Um, Canceling stratagems, coming up with logistics. You managed to save almost every student. That's not what I expected. Now, you lost most of the faculty. (laughs) They're adults. But... What? They, they should be able to fend for themselves. Yeah. We're adults. They're they're yeah, like the established man? adults. They're probably essence three or four. Man. Yeah. <laughs> or it is pretty rough to like, and I, I know this isn't how they all went down, but like it is pretty rough to be like, uh, you know, okay, faculty meeting, and then just like a single spell, and they're all like on the ground. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know that's true. not how they all went out. Then there was like another fight. Afterwards. I was really bummed. I had some FOMO when you were describing like the corpses and how they were clearly in the midst of putting up an amazing fight. I'm like, damn it, why didn't I get to see that? <laughs> I was uh, bummed. I was my bummed god, this is the most does. epic fight you've ever seen. No, that's oh, just on Gail's list of like other exalts to find. One that can like let her like play back the past events. Yeah, seriously. She wants to be present for all the battles. She needs to get up to you, Sean, into the um repository of secrets. secrets. Ah. And thus, Gail's life ended. Rewatching history. <laughs> Just again. Next one. Next one. And she was happy. Getting older. <laughs> Happier older. than she'd ever been in her life. <laughs> what secret will you give up? I never want to leave. Oh, uh. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I think that's Pirates what, three what sets of Gail was hoping to do <laughs> with the final battle, but it never. It didn't pan out. Something happened that that uh, that changed things. But like, what Gail wanted to do was go into the woods, find you in, and say, "Go save the students in the school," and then see what Juin would do. She assumed Juin would go into like crazy warrior solar mode, yeah. and she wanted to watch that happen. It didn't happen. <laughs> well, because you know, yeah, even a you know, like a sol- pre- presumably a solar who's like survived for so long isn't about to like throw themselves up against an army of, of warriors. Her defining intimacy was protecting the students. Sure, but like maybe I mean maybe by drawing the army away or I don't know. Like yeah, if you'd sure. have killed so her, she wouldn't have been able to protect them. Yeah. Kung Fu Fenders asked, what did you narratively gain from the Fang mates you got? Um a relationship? Um uh some uh, humor? Some comic relief? That's super unfair. I'm sorry. I'm joking around. Uh, I, I think, no, I mean, on, honestly, I gained two more NPCs against which against which I could measure pyres and find pyres lacking and or, no, I'm serious, like and, and or, <laughs> and or superior. We also got more danger. Yes. Yeah. Celsius plot. Very yeah. true. Narratively. <laughs> yeah. That's my, uh, that's my point three on my list of threat. dangers. <laughs> A couple of friends for Resta so that it wasn't all enemies oh. all the time. Oh no, it's true. Oh God. I need a spoon for this. It's ridiculous. It's fair. I use my, sp- my straw as a, as a fucking spoon. Like a, like, like a someone eating a milkshake. Can I ask you for a drink? Yes. A beer. I'm just going to step away from the table for a brief moment. Thank uh, you. I'll point out that we are logging your questions and mm-hmm. we're bringing them up as we can. So if you if you've asked a question, uh, we are slotting it in. If we've missed your question, because it can happen, ask again. Um, there are I, I guarantee you there's going to be a question or two that we can't or won't answer. 
Um, but we'll still do our best to at least acknowledge the question being asked. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, then do we want to do this question right away since Scott's up? Sure, why not? Uh, was Siontel's romantic interest in Gale an idea before it happened, or was that purely Gale-led? That's a question for you, John. Uh... No, I think that's a question for you, actually. I think you, you know the answer to this one. Um, I guess, like, I had the idea that Gail might be interested in Ciantel and then messaged John and let him know. Um, and basically said, like, you don't have to tell me what Ciantel is thinking, but this is where I'm comfortable going with the game and where my PC is comfortable going. Um, so once we had that established OOC, then it played out. I see. And then Gail got to discover, and I, Liz, got to discover what Ciantel thought. So the, 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 the concept of building NPCs as uh, romance for the players is not something I like to do. Uh, because I don't want to present somebody as like, well, this is the person who I want to ship with your character. Um, because what if A, they reject it, or hmm. B, uh, it sometimes comes across as a little bit too much like, I tailor made this character to basically be who you would want to be with. And I don't kind of like that. I don't like that implication. Um, so instead, I kind of leave it a bit more ambiguous. Uh, there have absolutely been times in my games, and, and Liz has actually run up against this in the past, where... Uh, a PC shows interest in NPC and the NPC's like, nah, fam. No. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> sometimes because they're already taken, sometimes because it just doesn't fall into their uh, romantic or sexual preference. Uh, so there is kind of... Um, characters as a whole tend to do have like some predetermination. For instance, had uh, Pyres hit on Siantel, I'm... I can't tell you whether or not, like, I can't tell you exactly what would have happened, but she may have been just as likely to be like, oh, well, there's somebody who's showing interest in me and going for that instead. Yeah. Or she might have turned around and been like, I don't know, man, Pyres isn't my thing. Not my speed, um, yeah. Either not my speed because it's Pyres, or maybe not my speed because he's a dude, or maybe it's not my, you know, there's a whole bunch of other things. I'm not going to reveal it because, you know, like, there may end up being a time where that might come into play. Yeah. But um, I will say that my NPCs that are of um, romanceable positions, um, I'll admit that they tend to be more likely to be bi than not sometimes. Because it's just I don't want to necessarily close off too many based on uh, sexual preference. So the... You know, like if Ciantel was there and if Pyres had hit on her versus Gale whispered hitting on her, you know, like I'm often just sort of like, sure, eh, you know, although that's also backed up by uh, by exalted setting canon. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, that's yeah. So uh, there is a certain amount of that as well. Um, but uh, the th- long story short for that question, Ciantel was never designed to be Gale whispered's uh, romantic interest. Instead, there had to be certain things that happened for Siantel to become interested in someone, and Gail Whispered successfully did those things. Mm-hmm. Whether she did that on purpose or by accident, you have to 
Well, you'd have to kind of figure that one out on your own. And then there's a Rustle. Hello. I, I, did we did we discuss at all, or or maybe Kate, do you feel comfortable talking a little bit about like where Arresta is coming from right now in terms of being a young prince of the earth, uh... sowing her oats? <laughs> I mean, yeah. if if school was still in session, you know, there there'd be a whole sea of you know classmates to choose from. But uh, I don't know. I think it uh, depends on what comes next for her. Or yeah, it does. Presumably, we'll get to meet. You know, there'll be some like meetings for them in the future. I'm know. disappointed that Arresta's like uh, movie outing with Quick Rat was was canceled. Oh, the steak dinner. Hey, he... lack of school. Yeah. Oh, uh, the steak dinner. Yes. He had found she... a steak though, but then like you know she dismissed everyone, so she was like, "Okay, go leave." So leave me. <laughs> leave us. I mean, can't guarantee he wouldn't follow though. Right? Yeah. She's really... Let's see. She loves being on stream, I tell you guys. Uh, what lesson did y'all get from a long mystery plotline? Good question. More dots and investigate, even if I'm not supposed to be good at it? <laughs> just just min-max? I don't know. <laughs> I started adding more dots and to investigate as we went along. I think I think I learned what I what I typically learn when I play a, a new campaign, which is always like, which is which is always refine how your character goals can interact with the world around you. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, if you have a character goal, uh, you can pursue it regardless of your setting. It's just some of them are going to be a bit more difficult to accomplish than others. So, like, how can how can a PC? Like, how can a player make their or have their character's goals align with the mystery to kind of like try to drive the story forward a little bit? Like, I mean, sorry, or the opposite, which is just maybe I don't care about the mystery at all. And I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> in which case, what can we be doing to move something forward in that sense? Yeah. That's just my opinion, though. Um, I think uh <laughs> I still need to get comfortable with the fact that we can't solve every mystery. I can't 100% a mystery because John always brilliantly introduces like four very compelling plot hooks. And you have, you just have to be okay with following one, maybe two, and then learning 10 sessions, 20 sessions later that like these two that you let fall by the wayside, like now maybe there's something tragic that happened because you didn't follow them. But that is that you you can't try to follow four things simultaneously because it's going to make for some really like tepid role playing because you're not going yeah. whole hog on anything. So yeah, that's something that I still struggle with because I really want to know what the answers are. Mm -hmm. um, I want to know what the answers are. <laughs> that is the Skyrim part of me. Exactly. Skyrim, you can mark things as completed. You can complete quests. <laughs> I can't do that in RPGs. <laughs> Met one of the dating Maybe. places. Uh, I mean... I, I don't have anything useful or that's a, a real word answer. So. More no, gods no. to investigate. Yeah. yeah you so, for long mysteries, um, 
you constantly have to check in whether it's obvious or not as to whether people are interested in the mystery mm. or if they're disengaging. Um, and I kind of got the impression going forward that there was still kind of this engagement. And then at one point, um, the engagement shifted to taking a stand. Uh, but it wasn't, to me, it didn't feel like it was disengagement from the mystery. It was more we we're noticing that things are happening and we do not want these things to occur any longer. Um, but I also had to trust in the mystery and trust that, as Liz was saying, yeah, um, there are different hooks, and if some hooks are not being pursued, things must continue. I'm not the, a fan of like, oh, well, you didn't look into this. Well, it turns out that that means that you're really screwed and the entire world blows up and the game is over because you just didn't happen to follow this. Like, that's a Sierra Online um, you know, adventure <laughs> game thing yeah. where you're like, oh, you didn't pick up this item like four hours ago. Well, now you can't win, <laughs> right? Which is so unfulfilling. Um, but at the same time, I feel like a mystery is also not as fulfilling if it doesn't feel dynamic. If it feels like, well, it'll be there when we get there. And mm-hmm. sometimes you can also just abandon plot lines. Like, that's okay. That's fine. Um, why are you feeling attacked? Doesn't feel fine for me to abandon <laughs> plot lines. I'm sorry, Liz. <laughs> it just well, means five percent of my brain will always be worried about it. But sometimes mm. plot lines get abandoned because players just aren't engaging with it at all. Um, you know, the, this has happened. This happened less in this campaign and more in previous ones that we've played. But there have absolutely been times where I've been like, "Well, yeah, but what about this?" And you're just like. Mm. <laughs> We're, we're done with that. We don't want to deal with it. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's fine. And it's totally fine, right? There were answers in Changeling for a couple of plot lines. And I'm like, you had if you had done this, it would have succeeded. But the reality is that you were just like, we just didn't care. And or like that's there were other priorities. Yeah, yeah but like that's yeah. super legit too, right? Like the idea of other priorities is one thing, but also if it's just, man, I just don't care enough about this character to help. I'm not saying that that's what it was, but if it's, I just don't care enough about this to, to make a difference for it, or um, this is so not what my character cares about that I'm just going to ignore it, sometimes you just kind of have to be like, yep, that's the way it is. Doop, 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 doop. Doop, doop. Doop, doop. Uh, here's a long question. If the House of Bells, rest in peace, hadn't fallen, what roles in the Legion slash navies would have been chosen? Like aide de camp, logistics, military intelligence, artillery commanders, quartermaster, etc. Whatever niche choices exists in creation of the realm, where would you have seen your characters go on? Well done. Bam. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I mean, Liz, I don't know. I don't know if I want to reveal mine because it might play Ooh. into like Gail. Gail. <laughs> Gail. So I don't know. I don't know if I want to say. It's fair. Uh, and I think I think yeah I think like similarly. Well, no, I guess if we're talking about like, oh, you're graduating. Okay, so so obviously certain events in the first season did not mm. happen. That's true. Um, yeah. In which case. Uh, it's still kind of tough because I feel like Pyre's... Kitchen duty. Just all day, every day for Pyre's. All day or day. You know? You get to work with your shirt off. More like what? Prince of the Kitchen. <laughs> I make a mean sandwich. I mean... It's... Mm? 
Go ahead. Oh, I was just uh, like, I'm just not uh, like, I think Pyres had had a plan for where he saw himself, but that that was actively changing, right? Like he was actively trying to discover something that was not, um, you know, a a Talon leader or whatever. I, I, I don't know the commander's ranks. So I'm so sorry. Uh, I probably should. But yeah, like as like other than that, I think he had plans to try to find something new for himself, but he wasn't there yet. Yeah, and maybe not specifically the wild hunt, but definitely something out in the realm, like enforcing the the societal, like the throne's control over the realm itself. Baywatch Archif edition. <laughs> Shirnosho asks, speaking of NPCs, do you believe that you have unlocked the true boss of Exalt Witch Academy? Uh, I... No, there's always a bigger fish, right? Like, you know, that's, that's, and I mean, if there isn't a bigger fish, then there's like a bigger one that can be created, right? Like that's yeah. the fun of it, I think. The Magistrate! <laughs> oh, oh, the, sorry, Sugar Junkie. That's something else. Never oh. mind. <clears throat> <clears throat> that's a name I haven't heard in a long time. Hashtag half a hair sniff. Hashtag half a hair sniff. That takes me back too. Um, not a question, but still interesting. Kung Fu Fenris predicts that Arrested will get a crush on a sidereal. Aww. Could happen. Could if there indeed happen. are any sidereals. Whoa! <laughs> what? It could have already happened! It could have already happened! Yeah, and just don't remember. Maybe she keeps, you know, having these encounters and... You know, she's like, oh, I must have read that in a book. Passing someone in the street like doing the double take but as you turn back they're gone whoa whoa whoa, whoa it's like the whoa. notebook Good double take uh. what did you think of this season being entirely in one location unlike previous games not gonna lie i kept trying to leave <laughs> for a session or two. I don't know if y'all <laughs> noticed, but Gail kept suggesting we go to the village, that we go sneak to the beach and try to get information yeah, like, about what? the hidden sense, that we go on field trips. Like she just, <laughs> I just, I was trying to like do some recon outside of the school mm. because it felt like all the information in the school was being so controlled. Mm. Um, Doing so some it was recon like, outside of my school when a couple of guys, they were up to no yeah. good. <laughs> Start. So I, def I think I got a little <laughs> stir crazy. <laughs> it was cool. It was a cool change, though. Mm. Uh, I figured that was the plan, so I was okay with it, at least, you know, for now. I quite liked it, actually, like being in, being sort of like centered in one location. I never got the sense that we were like, you know, the, the gates weren't locked, mm -hmm. but it's certainly like within the context of the game, it, it would have been hard to be like, Hey, come on, John. Just like gonna pop out for a couple brewskis, okay? Like, oh, just gotta go investigate something. Okay, like I'm a bro now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> super bro now. It, like you know, you have to, you wouldn't have to engineer something necessarily. But I never felt like trapped in the setting, <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> but I, I, I thought it was really cool to be in a place where there was so much kind of concentrated like knowledge. And thematically, the focus was on like becoming a better person, like a more educated person. I, I think that's bad. And then the crusty old commandant puts you on double secret probation. Oh, that commandant. 
Damn, she's got me scrubbing floors again. <laughs> mm. So cool, sugar junkie. Nice. Amazing. You're famous now, John. I'm We're not on famous. TV tropes. <laughs> Krister is the one who you gotta uh, talk about sidereals with, not me. What? How will I remember? No, no, that's not. <laughs> Common don't, am I right? <sighs> Hashtag common don't. Hmm. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. mm. I think we've cleared through our um, our questions so far, uh, which does mean, though, that I'm going to bring up one that had come in. Um, from uh from outside so uh requiem had some questions but couldn't be here today so asked me to pass along a couple here um so this one i kind of already answered i'm just going to make sure that it gets uh it's due john said in the past that on occasion he will hear some conspiracy theories and think they're so good that he adjusts the plot slightly to make them fit did that happen at all during the season and if so what uh so my answer is I won't tell you. And yeah, yeah, the yeah. the main problem, the reason why I will, will say that I won't tell you is because um, in my experience, while I have been open about the fact that I am flexible in terms of plot lines, and I am also flexible in terms of figuring out what the players want moving forward, uh, they don't often want to see how the sausage is made. Um, the if I If I were to reveal after the fact Oh yes, I made this change specifically because I painted myself into a corner and therefore mm. I, I changed this or whatever. Then sometimes you'll get people who are like, oh, that's great. But sometimes it can feel really unsatisfying because even though you were fine when it was bliss, um, when ignorance was bliss, uh, once you know, then you start second guessing everything that happened in the entire campaign being like, but, but then... What about this happened and then this and then this and then this and then this and the reality is that i don't make changes if i don't think they can still be supported but if i've missed something and i can it's easy uh i don't want players to then retroactively go back and try to find the holes um that's not going to make them feel good and it's not going to make me feel good and i don't think it'll make the audience feel good um so while i'll say sometimes if i see a conspiracy theory and i'm like that's a really cool idea and I'll see if I can, you know, make that happen. I I will almost never confirm it, um, and I will say that it doesn't happen that often. Um, it's I'm not sitting here waiting for somebody else to come up with the answers for the game, being like, oh, I just got to keep holding on. Someone will come up with a good answer. <laughs> she shit. So. Kraken switches back to her default idol animation <laughs> right. and waits for you to say something. Yeah. And. Uh, as Kung Fu Fenris uh, mentions, uh, you got to be able to keep your players guessing. And as Sugar Junkie says, keeping a plot outline is sketched in pencil rather than published in ink is really the best way to look at it. But that doesn't necessarily mean that it's a good idea to let people know when changes happened. Yeah. Um, I, I, oh, sorry. No, I, go ahead. I don't want to interrupt. I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm drawing a parallel here. Like when you watch really good uh, short form or long form improv, right? Like to you, the audience member, that's the only way that scene could have played out. You know what I mean? Like, un well, I mean, I guess unless you have like a, an unless you're an improviser and you're watching it, whatever. <laughs> but like when you are doing it, and I know we've all had really great moments, like not just through this season, but like over the course of all of our PG Clinics campaigns, there's been like really like awesome 
it, well, all the scenes are improvised. Guys, I don't want to like worry anyone, but this is all improvised. But like, it, when you're doing it, in the moment, you might think to yourself, oh shoot, I should have gone this way with, ah, damn it, you know? But as long as you're committed to the scene from the audience perspective, it often, at least to me, it feels like, oh, that's, that's the way it should have been. Cause that's the way it was. You know, we talk about sketching stuff in, in pencil or whatever, but like once it's once it's done, it's out there and that's kind of how it is. It feels right. It's cool. But that doesn't mean that I won't bring up Requiem's uh, mm-hmm. related question. This one's for the players. What was your favorite conspiracy theory you saw people talking about during the season? Oh, boy. Uh, the infinite tinfoil hats of Juin before the reveal. The infinite and who hats. would be the and or who the side uh, the um, Amathema was mm. just trying to figure out who it was and what all that was there were so many so much discussion in the discord my personal fave was uh, well I think I want to attribute it to Gillid good but I maybe I don't know if I should um, but it was it was Vieren is a lunar because Vieren had gone north and had therefore it, well, the lunar had feasted on terrestrial Vieren's heart's blood that to was, like gain that shape and anything had come back. that involved like, a lunar because that, that a theory was also floated about Cientel for the exact same idea, and those are always the really like great conspiracy theories. Yeah. Oh, I love that shit. That was that was. No. I, and I was sitting there being like, "Oh my god, it's it's, it's true." Christopher, that, that is a sharp eye. That is indeed. Lee the she um, by sign Dieter Lisey print um, oh, gorgeous. off back there uh, so yeah good good call there were there other conspiracy theories that you liked I can I'm gonna point out one that I really liked at the end but yeah I, I also just not to not to state another one but I, just, I really liked how this season like created so much conspiracy I don't think I can't really remember anything like this in the past it's thanks to Gilligood I'm gonna say it like it's, <laughs> we're dropping it out there folks. it's thanks to Gilligood that the tinfoil hats were piled as high as they were yeah, like, yeah. I think this yeah but have you considered this oh my god just like on top on top my my favorite was um Gilligood's um correctly calling what Neckarb was. Yeah. And I don't I, I the thing that I'm not sure of was how certain that prediction was or whether it was like this is off the fucking wall, but maybe it's this. But I seeing that I breathed a sigh of relief because I was like, oh good. It it at least makes somewhat sense to someone. Okay, okay. It's not completely like crazy ideas. Uh so that that helped seeing that and being like oh phew now of course that had to be made that decision was made before we had um more information about what they'd end up being like um and we're still getting that information we're still getting that kind of drip feed but Mm -hmm. uh um but that was a that was an interesting moment for me i love i love seeing conspiracy theories uh get thrown out there um, but I'll be honest, sometimes I wait before looking because I don't want to be tempted. Sometimes mm-hmm. somebody comes up with an idea and it's so off the wall and I'm like, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. I got it. And, and I'm like, no, trust, trust. You'll, you'll see. But in this case, uh, that was a really cool moment to, to see a 
to see somebody actually guess it, but also not be like, oh, it's this, and I can prove it's this because here's the page number on the book that mm-hmm. says that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, that was that was handy um, for for me. <laughs> So Krister's got a thing to mention. Um, there's one thing that I want to say that it inspired me, making me bring it up with a few of the core players for those interested and exalted in my social circle. It's the act by Arresta and the call made by John with the manipulation brawl yeah. for the simple reason that it reminds us that the system doesn't have to be static. Uh, so that's uh, trying to hide the fact that I wasn't killing Viren. Uh, mm. That I was in fact just trying to knock him out but make someone else think... That, that's what I was doing, and I appreciate that John lets me lets us do those moments. That's like this is something that isn't spelled out in the book or the rules, but this feels like the right move at this time. Um, so yeah, I I wish it had worked. <laughs> uh, yeah. There was a part of me that really wanted to keep Vieran alive. Um, but the other thing that I'll, I'll point out is that as cool as it is to find new ways to deal with the dice in that way, um, the dice have a purpose. They have a point. Um, and if you ask for a roll and the roll happens and it doesn't come out the way that you like, there are sometimes ways that you can kind of get around it. But like, you, you made the roll, but the roll wasn't oh, yeah. good enough. I knew it was a gamble. I was going up against like a, you know, I'm... Arisa has decided that she's like as strong as Solars gets, basically. So she knew that she Aww. was literally like risking her life. She's been a Solar for at least 10 years, maybe like 20 or longer. Like that sounds like way too long and way too strong. So she's like, well, I might die for this, but I'm going to try. So. Oops, that makes twice then in the last session that we were like, I might die for this, but I'm going to try. <laughs> Fires, what was your moment? Oh. When I secretly tried to do something and I almost died? Yeah. What are you referring to? I don't know. Oh, okay. Did you have one? Did you have one? I know. Pyrus came close to death a couple of times, yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. Talking about the finale specifically. Okay. I think I missed the question. Oh, well, we're just saying, like, Arresta, we Arresta yeah. rolled the manipulation yeah, yeah, yeah. ball. And even though she knew that if she failed, she might get killed by Duin, and then, like, Gale went outside with... with Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. She knew she might die. I so the I jump just... from that conversation. I understand. That's because it happened in my head. Oh. <laughs> of course, it was. It's because it wasn't okay. present for the world. Um, uh. Oh yeah, choosing. Oh yeah, no, I took a. Um, okay, so I also took a gamble in the finale, which, like, you know, albeit uh, or the climactic fight, albeit one that used uh, leveraged a much larger pool of dice, but like using appearance presence or charisma presence or whatever it was to convince a bunch of people to lay down their arms the classic like oh you don't well it's the classic it's the han solo running down the hallway right if you shout loud enough they're gonna think there's a bunch of you um uh old bait and switch uh check 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 i can turn you up a little bit on my end check check yeah it might have just been a moment oh yeah We'll keep an eye on it. Um, Christer also mentions that they also liked that I set a secret wound limit. Um, when I set a secret limit, I usually take a die, I set it to what I want it to be, and I cover it. Because it also helps for me to then be able to see, like, yes, I set a limit, but it wasn't an arbitrary limit. Ha ha! It turns out 
that the limit was you were always going to succeed or you were always going to fail no matter what. Mm -hmm. um, but setting that limit to me was also just insurance because there's sometimes, as a storyteller, I get the impression that a player, if they want to, they can just sink everything they have into a role to make it work. And if it's a role that I'm already kind of like, this is an interesting situation, but I'm not sure that I want to let this through, then it sometimes is a handy thing to be like, okay, well, if you're too good at it, though. Oops. I have a very distinct recollection of, uh, I mean, I think I'm sure I've told this before, uh, in a Exalted Second game that we played with you, John, of fully just being like, attack! And just like picking up my damage dice and then going, can I pull this? And you're like, no, it's too like it's too late to because like I was mid cleave or whatever, and I ended up like slicing a very critical NPC him. in half. Yeah, it was really <laughs> bad news. Yeah, it was fine, but like, gosh, similar. Yeah, for that it would have been when you described your stunt. Mm -hmm. That would have been the time to to make an effort to be like, but I don't actually want this to happen. But if it happens after the fact, you're like, I rolled 900 successes, and so the guy just evaporates in front of you. Then you're like, but is he okay? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's good. So I'm going to ask you, I asked the three of you to, to pull some paper. So I'm going to ask you just a couple of questions. I'm going to see also, uh, once I've asked you a few, we'll see if the audience has some other ideas as well. But I'm going to ask you uh, to write down if you had to pick an NPC, and it could be any NPC that appeared, to have been the commander for the Lost Hand. And it doesn't have to be somebody who's in the Lost Hand. It could have been anybody. Who would you have been most amused to see? Absolutely zero contest. Okay. What are the answers? And mm -hmm. let's see. Read this? Jinx, Scott. One for Flavien, but two for Quick Rat. Yes. <laughs> no contest. <laughs> In my opinion. I just thought if Quick Rat were the commander, I, I would have lost my mind. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> but amusing. Like, I think if, if I may have laughed for like five minutes, and then I think uh, my brain would have exploded. <laughs> <laughs> five minutes. Oh, boy. If you were to abandon all current romantic interests or relationships and you had to pick another one up who would be the most interesting for you interesting yeah and the answer could be no one sure Okay, I'm going off the word interesting. Yes, interesting is the word that I, uh, I've chosen. I will also say that for, for the purposes of this, um, because this is a completely hypothetical, you can choose a professor, mm. even though we've established that that isn't happening. But this is just a hypothetical, interest, interesting moment. Of course, now I guess they're not really your professors anymore, are they? They're just corpses. Not really anyone's <laughs> anything anymore, John, are they? Yep. 
Oh, I'll say, by the way, my answer to which NPC turned out differently was seven fingers because I didn't realize that the first time I tried mm -hmm. his accent, I would be like, holy <laughs> shit, what have I done? <laughs> yeah, it really, uh, really, like, sparked something in you, eh, John? Ugh. Have you, like, I had to watch a... a whole bunch of Australian Ninja Warrior. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. I mean, that sounds amazing. It was fun. <laughs> All right, let's see. Most skilled air aspect from game two. Fokuf. <laughs> I, oh, and then I crossed it out Sepe? and I wrote Sepe. I wrote Sepe. <laughs> Fires! Oh, very nice. That is interesting, actually. That would be really dangerous because going from like, I hated you growing up to, oh god, this is complicated. That's like Briars, though. Hashtag it's complicated, right? Yeah, I, like... I mean, it was Pyres or Brevin. So mm. they're basically the same person, yeah. which is why they like each other. <laughs> <laughs> the ruffle. That Top makes him angrier. It's perfect. Line here. Get out of here. Absolutely insane. Yes. Yes. You're the same person? Yes. Oh dear. You, you, he doesn't know. <laughs> I have a mole. What is the biggest disappointment your character has that's completely petty? knowing what happened at the end of the of the campaign the pettiest disappointment like oh but i left my textbook in this room that is pretty bad oh, okay so what i was thinking was not petty it was actually quite important um a polycule with arresta brevin and pyres woof yeah i'm gonna go with woof as well thank you bro resta <laughs> Oh, rest. Oh, no. Hmm. I'm going to need a sec. That's okay. You're allowed a sec. Incidentally, if there's any questions that you want to ask these three in, in this sort of like... Or him. Or me. Or yeah, I can. Yeah. I, I have paper I can use. Um, That's fair. Then uh, it's fair <laughs> game you. Sorry. for you anybody who's answer. with us. No, no, no. Ooh. I, have some, I have some ideas. Yay. God damn right you do, Ergwin. Oh, sorry. Ergwin's voice. I have some ideas. What? That's how Ergwin sounds. Yeah. The Ergwin impression. I've of been course. told. Spot on. Yeah. Yeah, totally. guys. Yeah, her performance on this show is very different from that voice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Excellent voice actor. There is one person who I don't think I'd be able to imitate at all, and that's Trey. That that voice, that mm. like radio voice, like yeah. yeah. It's it's not like that I spicy butter. It, it's <laughs> it's the combination of the graveliness and the 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 graveliness, the accent, the wit. Mm. I, I just I would have to like really work at it for a long mm. time before I felt like I could come up with it. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, it was actually just me uh, boing. Good ventriloquism Damn. skills. Liz's K. What do you think, Aragorn? Liz is Sin just like, is oh, oh, I thought I was using my drink to disguise the fact that I'm talking. That's really impressive. To like hide my mouth. It's classic ventriloquism. Uh, Gruber Mitch, I love this. Imagining a Gatimian and nobody can decide if they're a reflection of Revan or Pyres. Oh, Aragorn, there's certain, there certain words that I just, I, would, I wouldn't be as comfortable using. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So your petty 
Your petty regrets. Very good. No library or final exams. Not getting, a, not getting little a little smooch. smooch. <laughs> uh, not be. Uh, can't bring oh. Dad's book crate. Of course. Oh, no. There's no way that I can sneak around in, like, you know, Arja for the world with, like, a big-ass crate full of books. <laughs> Don't mind me. I'm of. just a regular, everyday, normal kid. Oh, just carrying some pelts. I'm yeah. trying to sneak around. But I'm dummy thick. And the clap of my book crate <laughs> keeps alerting the guards. Oh, yeah. Clonk, clonk. <laughs> More stealth charm. More stealth charm. More stealth. Hmm. Mm. Uh... All right, we'll see if some ideas come in from people, but I'll ask another one just for now. Uh, no, like in the last session there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We meant. So <laughs> we meant. if you had to, this one's just for Liz and for Kate. Oh. Single Edge or Brevin? Oh. So Pringles or Briars? Briars. Briars. So the ice cream or the chips? I mean, I must say I have a preference in my life, you know. They've both survived. Yeah. You know, in what shape and when when will we see them again is the question. <clears throat> I mean, I didn't intend for these ship names to come up as as, as well as they did. Oh, they're incredible. Oh, yeah. Gilad, good. Don't say the c word. Yeah, we we don't say that here. Oh, All right. I was we like, whoa. I still really anyway. Yeah, we'll about... All right, let's have a look. Let's have a look. Pringles, you fool, and I put Briars, but Bryridge, okay too. A threesome. Nice. Bryridge. Bryridge. Ooh. I just don't think. I don't think Briars is healthy yet. Oh no! You, know, like, you both me, yeah. need you both need to figure out what the hell is going on with your shit before you can explore. We each had that library scene. We, we figured out what was going on. It ended. Oh, that's that's all we yeah. needed. Yeah, exactly. It's not. I don't. Approve. We both <laughs> learned that we were both not ready. <laughs> They're teenagers. Is not supposed to be healthy. So, for any teenagers hey. who may be watching us, don't think you're in our necessarily in our. Um, by goof, by goof. <laughs> God damn. Uh, um, oh, it's good. Pretty teenagers oh, out there. We're not saying that your relationships are unhealthy. <coughs> Explicitly. Explicitly. <laughs> no, but like, you know, new oh, to relationships. Like, I know when I was a teenager, my experience of relationships was entirely through media. And it's not interesting to have a story where everyone's just happy in their relationships or where can they communicate. Like, so much of television and film is based on people not communicating and assuming the other person to just guess. So, like, of course you suck at relationships when you're a teenager. Like, you don't actually know how to do shit. You're trying to emulate Gossip Girl. Right? No. <laughs> soap operas. <laughs> like, yeah, Gossip Girl. Don't do it. Sure, no show. Is a question for me. Which NPC yeah. gave me the most trouble with a very loose understanding of trouble? Um, give me the most trouble. I mean, we're going to leave the accent behind for seven. <laughs> uh, that's easy. Uh, that's a little too easy. 
Um, all right, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna answer you, and this is gonna be a very minor spoiler. Very, very minor. It was Leanne. Mm. Whose whereabouts are currently unknown. Mm-hmm. One of the few we didn't find during the the battle. <clears throat> We're not even playing. We're getting a little like, ooh, over here. It's good. I like this question from Grubermensch. If you had followed Siontel's plan and split up, who would you break cover to meet first? Like, Aresta immediately. I feel like immediately I'd be like, Aresta, help! I got into trouble! OTP. I, just, I mean, honestly. I don't care with Besties forever. Um, like, probably, yeah. Let's say legit, actually. But we can go for the Irish ship. Oh, liars! Oh, liars! Uh, That's me. Would you break cover for anyone, Liz? I think Gail would try to find Santel because she would want to find out more about the Aselsi plot. Mm. That, that was one of Gail's two, like, coming out of that session, I remember you were very clear what your, like, what your goals were. That's right. You're like, with or without you, I'm doing this, and I'm doing this. And we're like, okay, all right. Okie <laughs> <laughs> dokie. What about you? That's tough. That's really tough. And, like... Anyone. It doesn't have to be part of the, the Anyone. circle. Um, Could be even your, your family. No, I feel like she would try to find Brevin because Brevin was always such a different perspective but always wanted to get shit done. And he was mm. always there to like put out a hand to someone in need. That I feel like that would have been who she would have gone to. She'd be like, cool, I know where my fang is. Like there, I can like sense where they are at any time we agreed that we need to split up for whatever reason yeah i don't know yeah you just activate oh, your fangdar if it's outside of the fang then you win 100 oh sure yeah yeah, yeah. weirdness is just like you guys. a crate of books <laughs> i mean that too a crate of books yeah it's the like batman forever thing and it's like the fang suspended, and on the other side, it's the crate of books, and the rest is like sweating. Oh. <laughs> I'll preempt everyone's question for a second. We'll go for Luke's. This is similar to the commander question, but if you could pick another NPC to join the fang instead of Flavien and Siantel. Hmm. Oh, and now and now, without the benefit of hindsight, like, or sorry, with the benefit of hindsight, if we had, if we had to, or if we could. Um, truly, there's nobody else that we, no other named character that was in our year mm -hmm. that we knew well enough for Gail to want to invite. Like, I, when I said the tryouts, I'm not even kidding. I think she would have actively gone to, like, scout people and then tried to poach them for <laughs> 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 Yeah, I can't picture her, like, being down to invite anybody else. Yeah. 
yeah npc that's a, it's, a, it's a good point because there's like there were a lot of cool like i'm thinking of other npcs that are like, oh this is fun not in fifth year they're not in our year yeah exactly mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what if years weren't a consideration liam mm -hmm. honestly would be super for me super yep. interesting yeah yep. oh i lied single edge what am I single, single edge, edge. Yeah. sure yeah Turn the turn the fang. Some hot water over there. Maybe Leanne Gail would still snipe at her a lot, but <laughs> she clearly has skills. Yeah, that's true. Kenton just makes me think of Kenton. Makes me want ramen. Oh, and every time. Honestly, Kate, every time I'm like, mm. <laughs> all right, bust your papers out. Here we go. Woo! What subject would you have liked your character to have been able to have a classroom scene for which didn't occur? <laughs> while the bells stood. So what subject? Mm. Sex ed. <laughs> I don't think... Did you say that before, Did Christer? I, I, was, didn't I didn't read it, so apparently Christer and I just have the same... Uh... <laughs> Maturity Oh level. my god, amazing. But like, can you imagine what sex ed would be like? It would actually be a really fascinating subject because the the expectations and yet also the hubris of the princes of the earth would make that a really interesting class yeah absolutely so i see that all of you are here i'm going to ask that you restrain your anima while i talk about tab a into slot b <laughs> In the back, what did I just say? <laughs> what charms are bedroom safe anyway? There are sex charms. Yeah. They do exist. Sex charms. Every day I flare when I go fucked. Anyway. Who's <laughs> uh, ever given sex ed at home? I, I doubt it. I think sex ed is the sort of thing that happens like... I mean, especially in a military academy, you're going to go out there in the world. You're going to want to stick things in things. God damn it. <laughs> Let's talk. Let's rap about this. Let, oh, no, it's the cool teacher. <laughs> That's Turns the chair around. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> the Captain America, I guess, yeah. As well. Oh, God. Uh, so here we go. Yep. What's your subject? Here we go. Can you see this? God damn. Naval combat lulls. The etiquette of the commander's table. And naval combat. I'm really, I'm really bad at like format. When Subject I write. for class. If you turn it around, you literature. Oh, you're literature. Yeah. Uh, what did you? You said literature. Yeah. Nice. Uh... Pugujutsu asks, wow. "What would each of the PCs buy from an ice cream truck?" I mean. The truck. <laughs> the whole truck. Fluvian is just like, I have to choose. I, I don't understand. Does anyone have money? <laughs> Tell you what, you buy something from the truck. I'm just going to sneak around behind for a bit. While they're answering that question, I'm Very actually gonna question. I'm just gonna answer Grubermensch <laughs> right here. Was it an intentional choice not to have a manse on the grounds of the House of Bells? 
Nobody looked for one. <gasps> I mean, there were those tunnels down there. <laughs> Established fact. <laughs> Tunnel system. <laughs> Established fact. <laughs> so then would just take the cones, just... <laughs> yeah, she's bread, bread focused. All right. Plain Freezy, a big old rocket. And... and the kitchen sink or the safari hat. There are places that either have some, like a, a dish that looks like a kitchen sink that has a ton, or an entire safari hat filled with ice cream that usually they like, you get it free if you actually finish it. So what? that's what the rest would get. What? Kate, I've never heard of this. Well, a we safari have... hat? That's so exciting. Yeah, that's Wild Willies. It's wonderful. Oh, this is yeah, It comes wonderful. in a hat. You keep the hat. Yeah. I. Well, it's like, also yeah, expensive it's, uh, AF. Yeah, it's like 25 uh, scoops of ice cream. But, like, does it have plastic or something to protect yeah. the hat? Yeah, oh, okay, it's a plastic okay. safari hat. I was like, you got a ruined hat. Yeah. <laughs> I understand that. Yeah. It's, it's honestly designed either for, like, a group of people to attack at once or for that one, like, total chode who's just like, Oh, yeah, I could totally eat 25 scoops of ice cream. And then either they fail and everyone laughs at that guy or they succeed and everyone's just like backing away slowly. And Aragorn mine. Wolves. <laughs> Liz there. Sorry. Thanks, Liz. How dare! How dare! How dare you! Uh, let's see if there are other. The etiquette of the commander's table. And then we just play good society for a Yay. session. Everyone's happy. Yeah. Oh shit! Oh shit! The dream. Good society exalted edition. <laughs> now, now, if you go to bonfire, it's not appropriate in high society culture. <laughs> we'll see if we get any additional questions in. But I do have a couple that aren't necessarily serious, but you know, you could potentially take it that way. Uh, what was your Favorite moment of season one. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh yeah. You know what? I should have assumed this was gonna happen, actually. I'm, I'm that, that asshole. I definitely should have come prepared. I probably for this. should have asked you this like a week ago. Well, that's, so, like, that's... Think about it. Think about this. Scrolling back through my notes. <laughs> I have one episode that's oh. just like what? Ah oh, no. Mm. Oh, it's gonna get away from me. Oh, are we writing it down? You don't have to write it down, but you can. Oh. I'm, oh, I'm going to. Okay. What, is, what was it? Oh, yeah. So, immense, as Erwin just explained, by the way, um, it's a magical structure. Uh, it's kind of like uh, a, f a place where power focuses, um, like a, a loci. Uh, in mage um, you would kind of potentially build a manse on top of a like ley lines or uh, a node yes. twelfth oh, nice. node as it were <laughs> sorry took a while that's okay. a that's an extremely obscure yeah that's very neat deep right. cut <laughs> remember what it was Ooh, uh, that's so disappointing. okay yes i'm ready all right i'm just gonna ask you to do it one at a time so yeah, let's go yeah. liz first because yeah. you started to reveal 
the fight between the lost hand in the infirmary. Ooh. When everyone was just yelling at each other, we had just come back from being almost killed in the glade. And tempers were high and uh, feelings were hurt, mistakes were made, and uh, I just thought it was awesome. Mistakes were made. It's true. <laughs> I think Liz just likes it when there's conflict. I like high drama. <laughs> <laughs> what can I tell you? <laughs> I do. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, so I, okay, so so I just can't remember what it was because I'm a really disappointing person, but it says Arresta's one-liner about hope and abandon. Oh, and I yeah. also wrote, also, Glade Fire. Um, so, so, like, seriously, I think the set piece around the glade around Juin and around specifically like Arresta making the fire break, but then we were still in a fire and like we had to deal with that was awesome. But also I don't think I've ever like, what as much as, as at that, but I can't remember what it was cause I'm lame. I have to go find it now. That's very fun. First fracken she tells you in the singing. Nice. Yeah. Who in fact was not fra- uh, yeah. who was neck carb. Yeah, Fracken. Not Bracken. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. As soon as there was a she tells you, I'm like, this is someone else. I think it took me a long time to figure that out. (laughs) I couldn't I couldn't point at the exact moment, but I feel like I was a lot later to that party than everyone else. Funny. What about you, John? Do you have a favorite? Can you can you name your favorite baby? Your your favorite moment? Excellent. Thanks, Aragorn. My favorite moment in the campaign, I think, I think it was when, and this isn't specifically me me liking one player's action, it was how everybody dealt with it. It was when Aresta assumed command. Mm. Um, the reason why I liked that specifically was because... Um, this is where I believe, um, at least for that period of time, the group fell into a dynamic of the face, the the brains, the strategy, and the commander, the 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 eye of the storm, as it were. Um, which I thought was a really interesting dynamic because it would be very easy for you, for any of you to say, well, Pyre's invested the most heavily in social. He should be the commander, right? Or, well, I mean, it doesn't make sense for, uh, for if, if Pyre's can't be the commander, then we'll have no commander. It would have been easy to do that as well. And I'm looking forward to, um, in, in all of our campaigns, whether it's Exalted or, or anything else, um, Penis, penis, penis. I just Quite the don't. quote. What the hell happened? You um, know what happened. I don't. I... Number 16. Who knows? Um, I I really liked the I really liked the fact that your group dynamics can shift. Um, some of that is going to be settling, right? Like as you play your characters, then you'll settle into how things go. But I, mm-hmm. I also really like the fact that it's not set in stone. Um, because when things are set in stone, sometimes that means that you've established a foundation, and sometimes it just means that you've become too rigid. Mm-hmm. So I like fluidity in that respect. Yep, very true. Luke asks if there had been a trope Freaky Friday body swap scene, oh which PC or NPC would you have liked to temporarily play? 
Kate saw this question earlier and wrote down her answer already. Uh, it was a good question. Good. I was hoping it's a great question on deck. So we we get to, it's us playing another PC or NPC, right? That's my understanding. I, mean, I, I temporarily play another PC gotta, gotta or an NPC. Nothing gives me more joy. All right. Let's see. Yes. Gale Pyres Gale. Gale Pyres. Nice. It would be so fun to be Such so a, like, neutral and analytical and also awesome. Kate, I imagine you would have similar issues to what I've had with Gale, which is like Kate would you know, get impassioned about a situation, but Gail would not. <laughs> Whatever. Just... <laughs> when you notice Whatever. my eyeballs fire, yeah. <laughs> that's what's happening. <laughs> yeah, whatever, I guess. <sighs> that's good. Gillard Good uh, mentions personal favorite was swearing <laughs> the oath. Mm. It's normally presented like a heavy religious moment with extravagant words being said. The simplicity of it was really touching. Thank you, Erdwin, for doing the Are research. Are you just like tearing your shirt? I was being pious, but it was so awful. <laughs> it was, it was just just like, so dramatic. Oh my god! Hey guys! I got it here. Hi. Welcome. That's what to I the sound like? Bell, the house of me. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Is this what I sound like to you? We've been together the whole season. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. What the hell? Episode fifty-nine. Research time. Penis, penis, penis was uttered during Changeling episode 59. To unsubscribe to Changeling Facts, please text unsubscribe. <laughs> please text penis, too. <laughs> oh, boy. I'll tell you what. Plucky Hero asks a thing. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to bring up another question that Requiem asked here. Ah. I don't know what you have planned for the future of Exalted, whether you are continuing this story or starting a new story in the same world state. So this question is making the assumption this is the end of these character stories for the time being. Given what you know now, what would each player feel is an appropriate epilogue for their character? Well. <laughs> oh, sorry. The thing is, we can't answer that question. <gasps> How can we answer it? <laughs> the the situation is pretty simple, um, Requiem. We can't answer that question because the answer hasn't happened yet. We can officially announce that Exalt Witch Academy Season 2 will be following the continued adventures of Aresta, Pyres, and Gale Whispered. Um, we're continuing the story after yep. after consultation among the four of us. That's where people decided to go. And between seasons, we will be making a change. A system change. <gasps> I thought you were going to be like, we're making a change. Our storyteller isn't working out. Yeah, John's out. John's been let go. <laughs> <And> <laughs> no Welcome, Ella. Yeah. 
god. Yeah, we're fairly certain that uh, Essence is going to be a great fit for us. So we're uh, going to do our best to make that happen. This is going to mean a lot of work. Yeah. Uh, it means getting ourselves up to date on a system which at the moment is kind of in beta right now. Um, the manuscript is being released in chunks. We are picking it up. We are um, now having seen the systems, some of the charms, the character uh, creation and all that. We are, uh, we remain confident that this is going to be an exciting thing to try. It is going to mean that uh, we may encounter some bumps on the road because not everything in that rulebook is perfectly laid out. As is understandable, it's a manuscript. It's not a finished product. Yep. Um, so we are going to do our best to convert these characters over to Exalted Essence, um, which is going to be an interesting challenge. Yep. I uh, it does mean for instance that the I, I have told the players that they are within their total rights to make some changes to their characters going forward things that will be more appropriate for them going forward into season two this isn't a min max question this is just a in a different system things will change some powers will be gained some powers will be lost it's impossible mm -hmm. to do a one for one so uh, this is going to be a, a, an intricate challenge for the players and for myself to build the characters in essence so that they still feel like they are the Gale and Pyres and Arresta that we know and love and yet fit into a different, uh, into a, a different setting or system, mm -hmm. I should say. Same mm -hmm. setting. Same setting. <laughs> yeah, I think that like I I certainly always get like <laughs> amazing. I I certainly always get a little nervous because like systems have different ways of expressing different, you know, facets of a character, but like what I'm trying to just remind myself is like, you know, trust that the the heart of like step 1 of character creation in any version of Exalted is what's your character concept, right? And then you build from there. So I like if the concept is the same because it's the same person then like you know you should be able to build out from there and it should be it should translate well i think like yep. yeah i'm really excited about Me that too. i'm glad we don't have to bid adieu to these this trio of lunatics <laughs> quite so soon oh my god pyres <laughs> book nerding was so last, last season, season. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> oh my god. Which means that one of the things that we can announce first right off the bat is this Thursday on Clinic Hours, oh we're going to have um, our live conversion as much as possible. Uh, we've lost our friends again. No. Yeah. They're back. Oh, they unfroze just in time to be unhappy. Yay, you're back. You're fine. Uh, that was weird. That might mean my computer's about to restart, so just everyone be Kay. aware. We won't panic. Don't panic. Uh, it doesn't bode uh, well. So we're going to try to convert Arresta, Arresta mm -hmm. on stream. Uh, we believe that we will have access to most of what we need. 
Yeah, um, yeah. We don't. We like they're releasing chunks of the charm, so they have the universal charms already. Um, but I'm not like anything that I do on that is subject to change, which is usually the case. But also in particular because if for some reason there are charms that aren't out yet or that I haven't had time to look at yet, I'll, like. I don't know if martial arts, yeah, I was going to say martial arts might only have just dropped or whatever. Mm, so I'll just yeah. be like, I assume that I'm going to put three martial arts charms or whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and for now, I think we'll use my uh, character sheet that I made based on what I have seen. Um, obviously, there are chapters that we haven't seen. Maybe, you know, it's entirely wrong because they don't have an official one yet. So, yeah. <laughs> That is so exciting, and I yeah. desperately wish we could be there uh, in person with y'alls. Um, well, I, I'm going to try to catch the end of the Indeed. the end of the sesh. Yeah, that's your homework. Your homework is to be done your move in time to like get a nice cold beverage and sit down and catch sit some. Sit down and watch. Well, that's actually really I fun. mean, if all goes well, we will have internet on Thursday. Yeah, it's true, actually. So <laughs> there you go. Good. Why don't we have a look at what's coming up? Next week, June 20th, it doesn't happen very often, but it will happen. Uh, we will not be streaming next Sunday. Uh, it's we're just not. We don't often take breaks, uh, but frankly, we need one, especially yep. because there are moves afoot. <laughs> yeah. We, so, we are indeed in the process of moving, and I'm sure y'alls as well could use, a, <laughs> could use the time as well, so I'm sure it's going to be great. Uh, on June 27th, I'm gonna run lasers and feelings. I got really excited for it, so I made a fun overlay, and uh, we're gonna go on a little space adventure in space. Uh, it's a one-page RPG. It's super fun, and I'm looking forward to uh, getting up to some hilarious hijinks. Yes. Uh, okay, hijinks, good. Yeah, good. I mean, maybe, okay. or maybe you'll just, you know, do science exploration. See how Could the dice fall. Yeah, that's <laughs> true, right? Oh boy, this is in feelings. And when our American friends celebrate Independence Day, uh, we will be celebrating a session zero for season two. Uh, we're going to use this as kind of uh, not only a refresher uh, to go over things like our safety tools, our lines and veils, uh, and our uh, expectations, but we're also going to have to recalibrate a bit because it's essence. It will go over. Uh, what we need to know about that. And we'll also discuss where the campaign is going to pick off. Mm. Pick off. Pick, pick up from or pick, pick off from. from. Mm -hmm. uh, are, is there going to be a time skip? Is there going to, is it going to start right away after the end of season one or not? So we're going to have a session zero once again for season two, and that will be July 4th, leading into July 11th, where we will be playing season two. Uh, we, we've spoken a bit to them, uh, I believe they offered to host us, um, but the thing is, uh, we, we're gonna stick on our channel, they're gonna stick on their channel, so there's a certain limitation to how much we can truly cross, uh, cross-pollinate without, um, melding into them, and we don't want to do that. We like being our own thing. <laughs> uh, so we are, we are definitely in talks with Onyx Path. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, they have made some, um some suggestions we've made some suggestions uh it looks like we're going to be able to do something um but we are we are remaining here mm -hmm. at rpg clinic mm -hmm. um but uh yeah that, that is absolutely potentially going to happen plucky hero yeah um 
The other thing that I can tell you is that if you want to see these sorts of things, um, then one thing that I can recommend, don't like flood channels or whatever, but talk about us. Yeah. On um, If you talk about us on their forums, on their Discord, on the Essen, or the Exalted Discord, uh, bringing more eyes to us means that other people are more interested in doing things with us. So if this is the kind of thing that you think is interesting, it's within your... Like, I know that it sounds trite, the whole, like, smash that like button and ring the bell and subscribe and, you know, like that kind of stuff. Um, But it is, it is the truth that it is, in fact, word of mouth that actually makes a huge difference. Uh, That's what that is. I was like, is that, like, a really excited BRB? Is she, like, running across the continent to be here or something? (laughs) (laughs) Like... Fear me! <laughs> Zoom! <sighs> uh, Plucky Hero brings up a, a great example of something you can do. Um, oh yeah. Like, you know, if you don't, if you don't want to like write a write a forum post or anything, you do not have to. The easiest thing that you can do if you're on uh, the Discords is uh, upvote our stuff when uh, when we post our VODs on channels. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can react to it just so that people knows there's engagement. Or on Reddit, you can upvote. Yeah, something like that. It can yeah. be, be as simple as that yeah. if you want. Just a little boop. Grubermensch asks. Previously, there's been talk of season recaps. Is that something that's still being planned? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, almost certainly, it's going to be a great jumping on point. I think for people of season two because we're we have to dramatically change how the game is played. Uh, the setting no longer exists the way that it once mm-hmm. did. So it essentially will be like there's a group of dragon-blooded who are now uh, basically making their way out into the realm or possibly beyond it because they have been caught up in a conspiracy that has destroyed the House of Bells where they were formerly students. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because John blew it up. Sure <laughs> fucking did. Um, so there will um, there will be a, a recap video most likely that we'll be able to do. It'll be quick Mm-hmm. Um, so that people can kind of watch it without needing to like sit through 30 minutes of, of lore. Um, is it still going to be called Academy? Uh, to be discussed. Yeah, we'll have to... With our art department. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll figure that one out. Hello, Axe Academy. Academy. <laughs> well, uh, how, like, it has to be A, right? So we can keep EXA. Oh, they're just yeah, all going to we'll go over up. to the heptagram. They're literally just going... Whoop. Oh, I want to go oh. back to school. I totally wanted Gail to attend, but like, she got offered a full scholarship. But like, what, Gail? <laughs> Good. Um, I will I'll say that we've been getting some fantastic recaps <laughs> from Real Brick Wall, uh, <laughs> who has been the one writing the uh, the newspaper um, that has been the recaps at the beginning of uh, of these shows. So we really do appreciate um, the work that he's been putting in. The synopses are on their way for some of the later episodes. Sadly, Real Brick Wall experienced some intense computer trouble. Mm. Like, and I don't know if you know this right now, but computer trouble right now really sucks because of the chip mm. shortage. Yeah. So there was a bunch of things that he had to kind of work yeah. through. So. Um, Thanks, Plucky. Academy exchange program exchange of fists. I mean, 
Exalter's Academy Exchange program sounds pretty good to me. <laughs> so in season two, Krister wants to play a Chosen of Secrets that's always present in your character's minds and which obviously blame you for your possible unfortunate choices. Oh, not possible? Oh, well, can't blame you, Shauna, for trying. Continues to blame the spiders for getting things wrong. It's fair. Uh, look, here's the other thing. If you have, if you have ideas on how you want to participate um, in these, you can make those suggestions. We love hearing suggestions. The whole headcanon OC characters, that was all you. Yeah, it's awesome. We stuff. didn't do that. That was you. And we are frankly thrilled with it. So if there are things that you want to do, that's great. Can't guarantee anything. And we obviously can't guarantee that we can change the way that we play. Um, but throw those ideas in there. I love hearing ideas, even if I know I can't do them because hearing ideas is still really awesome. Mm -hmm. <sighs> Exciting. Yeah, well, I, I think that's the thing, Kung Fu Thunders. Like, I agree, but there, it's still such an awesome concept. Like, as John was saying, like, if anyone has any thoughts on how we can kind of continue that train, so to speak, let us know, right? Like, we'd love to you know. You could always go the way that um, Scott and I kind of write ourselves into the Nancy Drew books. <laughs> You're always present. We're, we're at a tavern, and uh, you all are just at the other table, just chilling. Yeah. yeah just we're walking just through the woods. You're on another path, kind yeah, of eavesdropping. <laughs> I was under the car once, I seem to recall. <laughs> You're just there. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh... Yeah, the, the great yeah. curse is pretty awesome. Sounds like Chris or SNHCOC. Absolutely. And and look, Essence will have rules for all 10 exalt types. Oh, so yes. if you want to build an HCOC that isn't a dragon blood, now you can. Yep. Now you can. It's going to be all there. They're going to be stalking us, getting ready to murder us. <laughs> it's going to be so good and so bad. You guys hear something? Turn around. It's like, yeah, a little, little like, crowd of people all following eating popcorn you. Yeah, all exalted. You know, yeah. A few Curious little knives. like animals skitter away. Those are the lunars, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <my> God. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing what's going to happen. I'm mm -hmm. looking forward to seeing what's going to happen with you and with you and with everybody around. Uh, I'm really interested and intrigued by this season idea. Right, we we created a chunk, and now we get the chance to see the next chunk, and we're going to be doing it uh, with a with an adventure of a new system. Ooh, a lot's gonna change. I'm realizing, but it's still in the it's like it's still, it's a continuation, which is which is cool too. Uh, no matter what, look, there's a few things we just gotta make clear. First is. When it comes to uh, mods, we are spoiled. Mm. Uh, she Who Knows 10,000 Things, Entropy's Disciple, and Strength of Borders have been there throughout. And yes, lately we've only had one of them present during our Sunday streams, um, but that doesn't mean that there isn't a ton of work being done behind the scenes. We appreciate all three of you. Thank you so, so, so much. We also have to thank all of you. If you're here in chat, you're amazing. If you're watching this because you weren't here live, still amazing. Mm -hmm. um, Listening to it in the podcast format while you go about your day, still amazing. 
podcast with a bomb. <laughs> I'm just sorry. I'm just saying that was off they topic. are listen to too many podcasts. Uh, <laughs> but the Discord is a great place to go uh, if you want to interact with this community. We are there. Um, they're there, and it's a great thing to to have a look at. So, by all means, please go and have a look. We do things normally during the week. This week might look a little different. Mm-hmm. Let's go to Scott. Yeah, I can confirm I will not be streaming on Tuesday evening. We are moving. Uh, I, I did post a little uh, bonus content for people on my Discord channel. Uh, it is not stream content. I just thought it was funny to post. It's Scott so content. Go and enjoy that. 15 seconds long. Uh, uh, but I do look forward to being back in full force the week after. You know, we should be all set up by then for streaming at least. Which basically means that uh, I'm carrying the streams this time around. Uh, On Wednesday will be Scrub Check. If you have a video game challenge that you want to throw at me, uh, please do so in the Discord. We've had some great ones recently. Uh, We had to skip Scrub Check last week. um, But trust me, it was for a very good reason. Um, And I am uh, looking forward to getting back into it. I am currently, my status is... Scrub because I yes. am I got wasted at chess, uh, so we'll see what's coming up uh, next on Thursday. As mentioned, character conversion um, based on what we have so far in the Exalted Essence book. Uh, switching Aresta over to a new system. Yes. I am um, so excited about that. Friday, it is possible that um, the setup will be good and, and we'll have the energy and spoons to, to stream more of the punch effect. Um, you know, probably not, but you never know. <laughs> so never we'll, know. Uh, we'll of course keep you posted. I know y'all are very understanding, so we'll only stream if we want to. And uh, Saturday, same thing with Drew Crew. Um, yeah. It might be a little bit easier to stream Drew Crew because you know, it's less labor intensive and we I know have natural light. So we wouldn't have to worry about soft boxes. Yep, true. Never know. All good. Yeah, Scott. Uh, Scott labeled the box that has uh, the mystery of the ski jump. Nancy Drew book in it. What did you? Uh, what did oh, you? Oh, I think I named it. Well, I'm Nancy Drew! Exclamation <laughs> point. So annoying. So anyway. we'll find it. But they might be going to Montreal. Yeah. Just as we're leaving. Oh, we do English. love a good Drew. Um, and Christopher was messaging me as well. There was about having to miss Drew Crew. It's very sad, but that's okay. Uh, it's okay. No problem, Christopher. Yeah, Christopher's seeing family, like, seriously, right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Do it. Yes, we also must thank... Thanks, Pook. Thanks for tacos. Yeah. And thanks for Pook. Uh, Sunday, we're off. It's not normal that we sign off on a Sunday without saying what's happening next Sunday, but we're just not streaming. We're taking a, a week break. We got we've got tech to look at. We've got all kinds of shit that we got to deal with. So to look at. <laughs> oh, I was there. Trade Dog's been doing some really interesting Days Gone streams recently, so mm-hmm. you, you can have a look at his stuff too. Uh, but uh, thanks for sticking with us. And thanks for being here at the end of Season 1. We look forward to seeing you in Season 2, and I look forward to playing with these three. And we are very much looking forward to playing with those two. Both of y'all. All of (laughs) y'all. We're looking forward to it. Because as ever, as always, we are moving. 
Oh, wait. We won't see you in a week, but we will see you next time. Bye! Bye. Bye. <laughs>